Hey, 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 you're listening to Johnny's Secret Stash. This is John Goldman, and you're listening to us on Radio Harbor Country. It's WRHC 106.7 FM out of Three Oaks, Michigan, and WRHZ 93.5 out of Sawyer, Michigan. And we're broadcasting today from the beautiful Sawyer, Michigan studios right here on Red Arrow Highway near Browntown. Uh, today I've got a, uh, a awesome guest or guests. Um, this is uh, Adrian White and Luke Andreessen, who both run the Collective uh, Yoga Studio in Benton Harbor, and um, they're coming on to talk to us about their Karma Yoga Fest, which is taking place August 12th through 13th of uh, 2023, and this is their 13th annual Karma Yoga Fest. I uh, can't wait to hear more about it and to dig in a little bit on my one of my favorite subjects, yoga, and uh, to hear more about what they have to say. In the meantime, uh, Karis Cottages are underwritten, is underwritten by, uh, um, well, <laughs> Johnny Secret Stash is underwritten by Karis Cottages. Uh, and Karis Cottages is one of downtown Kalamazoo's first Airbnbs. Karis Cottages are within walking distance of local shops, breweries, and some of Michigan's most beautiful walking trails. Additional information at karascottages.com. That's Karas and Cottages with a K. And uh, definitely looking forward to talking with either Luke or Adrian or both of them. Uh, and they're going to be joining us by phone in just a moment. Adrian, hi, how are you? Thanks for coming on the show. We have Adrian White on the show from The Collective in Benton Harbor. Um, how's everything going today, Adrian? Everything is going great today. actually had a very fun day, so I'll share a little bit more about that when we start to get into conversation. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, and Adrian and um, Luke Andreessen are the owners of The Collective in Benton Harbor. Am I right about that? Yes, that okay. is exactly right. We're partners in the business, and yeah, we... Um, we both, one of us brings the yin, one of us brings the yang. So, you know, it all works out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I hadn't even thought about it like that. That's right. There's a little <laughs> bit of yin in every yang and every little bit of yang exactly. in every yin. Exactly. <laughs> and so let's talk about the collective a little bit. How long have you uh, had that, um, uh, the organization? Yeah, so we just actually had our seven-year anniversary um, we, uh, count 4th of July weekend as our official opening. So we had, um, we first opened at our original space on territorial. Um, we had, uh, and uh, one event, but our official grand opening was over 4th of July weekend. So yeah, we just had our seven year anniversary. Oh, wow. And so the location of, um, the collective is on uh, Clock Road in Benton Harbor there, just over yes, the bridge, basically. Exactly. So we were lucky enough to have one of our students who owned this amazing property at um, um, 401 Clock Road and just a, really a stone's throw from our old space. But this space is amazing because we're across the street from Lake Michigan. We're right on the Pawpaw River. Right. And we have 28 acres there. And it's like amazing mid-century modern building. Um, it's got its own cool story. So it's a, it's a, in a family trust. And the, the man who we um, rent it from, his father, it was his business. And his uncle was the architect on the building in 1962 and actually ah. won an award for the design of the building. So it's got some pretty special history as well. And, and it was designed more like of an engineering or a CNC kind of, uh, uh, it manufacturing was definitely like facility? a little industrial manufacturing building with some office space as well. But we have reimagined, redesigned yes. it to be a yoga studio, strength training, and an organic cafe. Right. And, and the organic cafe. Oh, you have. Yeah. A, okay. So we, there's... we have a massage space too. So we have quite a little wellness center going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you put on yoga classes and sound baths and, and then the, um, the cafe is open, um, most days, I guess. Um, yeah. it's a really exciting space for sure. 
and it's, yeah. and it's kind of it's, like off the beaten path. Cause even though it's just right off of the, uh, I guess it's right arrow right there. Um, it's really kind of hidden because the Pawpaw River is there and it's very tranquil. Yeah. It's really yeah, a cool it's space. Yeah, it's very peaceful, very, there's lots of nature around, but it's just across the street, basically from Gene Clock Park. So yeah, that uh, helps to orient people. You have Gene Clock Beach that's across the other right. side of Lakeshore there. And then um, we are just on the other side of Clock Road on the Pawpaw River. So it's pretty sweet. Yeah, very cool. Uh, <laughs> And you also, uh, and so you just recently opened the cafe. Let's tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so we um, love good coffee. We love. We're very passionate about organic. We're passionate about supporting local farmers. So all of that kind of came together in this idea to create a gathering space um, in the form of a cafe. Uh, and so we do highlight um, local and organic produce and products in our space. Uh, we have our coffee is roasted in South Bend from Cloud Walking Coffee. And we use a local Amish milk um, as our main milk that we do. Of course, we have alternatives as well. Um, and then one of the special things that we do out of the cafe is we have health elixirs that are non-caffeinated but have lots of health benefits. And so we make some really fun, brightly colored drinks, but they're all from nature. So like, you know, you'll have turmeric to create a bright yellow, golden sun milk. You'll have uh, butterfly pea flower to make a bright blue drink, uh, organic round rose petals, make this gorgeous vanilla rose elixir. Um, and we also feature four day organic juice cleanses. Right now we have a tremendous amount of our, uh, local produce that's going into those juices and also our smoothies as well. Wow, that's great. I, how how long have you been anticipating the opening of um, of the juice bar of, of the cafe? It sounds like, well, you know, a real, that, it's a whole <laughs> another side product. I mean, you know, just having oh, yeah. a yoga studio and a, and a uh, workout area and um, uh, all that. And then to open up a cafe too. That I mean, that's just yes. a lot of stuff. Well, we've been, we've been anticipating it for quite a while. So we moved uh, to this new space in December of 2019. And we had anticipated opening it up pretty quickly. But, you know, we all had to uh, put a pause, push the, the pause button on life for a little bit there. So... It took us a couple extra years to get open, but we officially opened um, January of this year. So, Well, very exciting. And now uh, coming up August 12th through the 13th, you have the 13th annual Karma Yoga Fest. Correct. Yeah. So very we, exciting. Um, we're super, we're very excited. I mean, we're calling it lucky number 13 for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be on the 13th. I mean, that's... It, yes, we did that on purpose. <laughs> we opened the cafe on the January 13th. Yeah, oh, it sounds did. like Luke is there, too. Luke's Hi, Luke. How are you? Yeah. How's it going? Nice to meet you. You, too. Uh, yeah. Oh, so you opened the... So you opened the cafe on January 13th. We did. We, we were kind of giggling a little bit because we knew it was our 13th annual Karma Yoga Fest this year. So 13, we, 13 gets a bad rap. Right. Yeah. So we, we definitely did the opening on purpose. We, we were like, this is going to be the year of 13. So let's just go for it. <laughs> but we, for the very first time, we, we have been doing this for, this will be our 13th year, but we're doing something really special. And this will be a first for us. We're offering on um, Saturday, uh, August 12th, a farm to table dinner. And that goes along with our passion for local farming and particularly organic farming. Um, so we're, we're holding a farm to table dinner and with that will be a kirtan. And for people who may not recognize that word, essentially it's um, super fun. We have an artist who's coming from California. He's pretty well known in the kirtan world and it involves some special instruments. The harmonium is one of them. Uh, it's similar to an accordion, but it makes a, just a beautiful backdrop to the songs and um, some drumming as well to go along with that. And basically, there'll be some opportunity for the audience participation in this music. So um, our artist is named Govindas. So Govindas will 
sing something and then we sing back. So it becomes very, um, there's participation. There's like, you know, this wonderful thing that happens with the group as we create some beautiful sounds together, a little bit like campfire singing, only it's yoga songs. <laughs> and is that essentially what a kirtan is? Yeah. Kirtan really is a call and response type of chanting. And it's the, it is the traditional um, Sanskrit songs, but it's very simple. Like anyone can do it. You can just listen or you can sing if you want to, but it's all done in the spirit of fun. And, but you know, like, like sing alongs are awesome. So we get that piece as well. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what kind of, you know, benefits can someone expect from participating in a kirtan? How, how does that work? Yeah. So the just a little bit of enlightenment. Yeah. <laughs> just full enlightenment. All <laughs> set. Full, full immediate enlightenment. Sing one yeah, song. You're all there. Singing the song. No, but really, what it, we know how how music affects us. We know now. Even I mean, you know, when you hear your favorite song on the radio, especially if it's something from like your youth. You know, it takes you right back to that moment. Music and vibration and songs hold a very powerful energy in them and a, a magical energy that can transport you back into a moment in time or transport you to a feeling of love or sadness or all of that stuff. So we already know the power of music is incredible. Um, and science is really catching up on that too. And that's why the sound baths that we facilitate mm -hmm. are such healing medicine because now we, we know that as that sound vibrates into your cells, into um, you know, to get a little woohoo into your energy centers and your energy body, that there is profound healing that takes place both in the physical body and then also in this mental, emotional space of your body. So that's really being well proven now um, in scientific studies. Yeah, we uh, we see a lot of um, a lot of healing when we do our like our sound baths, um, and even if it's just the point where somebody gets to relax and just let loose or, you know, let out a cry or laughter, anything that they need to come up, even if it's just that, it's still profound. Oh, and yeah. That's the, the people that go to them that, you know, they swear by them, and that's why. Um, so a kirtan is just taking it to a different level. It's not necessarily a ne the next level. It's just, it's, it's interactive. So you actually get to feel that levity in your chest. You get to feel the, the vibrations in your own vocal cords and harmonize with somebody, you know, especially like somebody like Govindas, who's really, really good <laughs> at it. You know, we do stuff like that too, but we're not professionals necessarily. You know, we're like trained vocalists. So it's really something special to have somebody that you can harmonize with that's um, at that level. Well, I know with a, a standard uh, sound bath, there's a lot of times there's a transformational breath step that goes along with it. Well, is there something similar that takes place at a kirtan? Well, you're not going to be guided into a specific like breathing exercise, but that's so funny that you said that because I was just thinking that when you sing, you're naturally taking deeper breaths as you do that. So there is this whole breath element that goes along. You're bringing right. prana or chi into your body. And then what you're chanting also is very sacred. So the whole intention of those, those songs, those chants, as simple as they are, like, for example, Jay Ma is calling to honor the mother, the mother earth, the mother energy. As you're chanting that, you know, you're literally sending out that vibrational healing to the earth. So again, we're getting into the woohoo territory here, but I am a yoga teacher. So yeah, you know. we expect it. <laughs> But it's just a beautiful opportunity to, we want to vibrate, you know, we want to, we want to raise our vibration. I think most people recognize when they're in something that feels low vibration, whether it's food or music or programming that we watch, you can feel it when something is like a lower vibrational energy. Other people that we bump into their energy sometimes, and we're just kind of like, Ooh, I, I need to take a couple steps back. You know, right. we can feel that. So if we choose to sing music, listen to music, eat food, like we can talk a little bit about the food that we're going to have at this event too. If we're, if we're using that as an opportunity to come into something that's higher vibration, that not only heals us, but in my opinion, it heals the whole world. So it's big stuff from a little song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, 
there's certain kind of music that's more likely to uh, result in that kind of a response, would you say? Or it, would all music kind of fit into that category? Well, I think intention is really important. So if you're fusing, I mean, all music can be magical. You know, I mean, if you ever go to the symphony, you can just feel those the strings that just vibrate it. You know, it feels like it's vibrating in your soul. So music right. in general. But then you add in that the intention is there for healing. The intention is there for connecting to this bigger aspect of humanity and the universe. Well, I, I can do you one better. There's um so so she she's gonna talk more on the woo. I'm gonna talk more on the you know like kind of more the sciency side of things. Okay. As well. Great. Um, what's a what quantum physics is finding? Um, and I've actually been privy to uh, friends of mine that are you know, actual quantum physicists and things like this. Um, so, you know, I know enough to be dangerous. <laughs> I'm interested in the topic. Um, but what we're finding is uh, you can change. Uh, we're essentially shifting in and out of all alternate dimensions. So this is like the cutting edge science. This is what, you know, this is what like quantum physics here. is all about. No, I, I yes, get absolutely. that. And it's, 100%. it's not something that people usually hear or it's not, talked about right. in that way but that's essentially what quantum mechanics quantum yeah. physics is is really all about right it's a it's a it's an infinite regression it's an infinite series of parallel dimensions right next to us so subtle that you wouldn't realize if you're shifting in and out of one and you can change that with your with your conscious brains i mean the cia did a number of experiments a gate it's called the gateway experiments uh the monroe institute created these so they actually utilize the technology nikola tesla invented which is binaural tones uh -huh. so there's a tone in one ear and a tone in the other and then your brain creates a tone that's not actually there so you're syncing up the hemispheres of the brain oh, wow. the yoga has been around for thousands of years without this technology and it would have just taken you 10 15 20 years depending on how adept of a student you are to get to this uh now people are able to do this with the technology with the methodology um you know in months or you know in less than a year which uh, is good and bad because if you don't do the work and you have ulterior motives uh you know your life could completely fall apart uh so but well, when you say powerful. being able to do this what, what specifically are you referring to right uh so being able to sync up your brain hemispheres uh, uh you, well, again, I mean, if anybody's interested, read through the uh, read through the gateway documentation the CIA released. Um, they actually explicitly talk about developing psychic abilities, developing the ability to, you know, even just calm yourself to the point where you're, you know, you're becoming, you're going towards the path of enlightenment. Not necessarily that you are, but you're calming your mind, you're observing your mind, you're realizing that your thoughts are not you. So all these kinds of things tie into. Um, you know, the sound bath, the kirtan, they're all part of the same sphere, you know, even, even just, you know, just laying down and listening to the tones, um, you're helping to sync up your brainwaves, meditation. That's what you kind of want to do. Instead of sitting uh -huh. all of your energy in your right brain or all of your energy in your left brain, you want to try to sync them up so that you can have a foot in both worlds. Well, we were talking about yin and yang when we started this conversation. That's basically the idea is that we have the yin and the yang. We have the right and the left side of the brain. And yoga is a practice, including the chanting, including the, the sacred sounds to bring those into a state of balance. And so primarily when you're talking about that syncing, that's exactly what we're trying to do. So it's just a way to come into a better state of balance, to feel better. There, You can actually have physical healing and all of this now is being tracked by science so Joe Dispenza if anybody's interested yeah go go look at the works of Dr. Joe Dispenza he's you know in his labs I mean they've proven this over and over and over again just through meditation conscious thought everybody's heard of the placebo effect you know and yeah. people go oh well he was cured with a sugar pill but that was just the placebo effect but the I placebo mean, effect the is sometimes more uh helpful than the actual yes. medication that they're trying to test. Exactly. And no, and no side effects. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. right. Except so, if you have a lot of sugar from the, these sugar pills, then maybe some right, right, negative exactly. side effects. Right, 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 right. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, stuff, healthy ingesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you have a dinner uh, along with um, yeah. everything else at so, the. Uh, so we're 
very yoga excited fest. for this. This is something I've been wanting to do for a long time. And um, we are really excited to be partnering. Primarily, we do a CSA or Community Supported Agriculture. Uh, we have a pickup at the Collective um, uh, on Fridays. And so we've been partnering with this farm for a couple of years. It's called Sower's Purse Micro Farm. They're in Benton Harbor. And uh, we're going to be using a lot of their um, their produce in our dinner, as well as a couple of other farms. Kitty Hill Organics is another awesome local farm that's in our area. And there are a couple other ones. Um, uh, Who's going to do all the cooking? Well, we're collaborating with, um, you know, the collective is very much a family affair. So people who come to the collective end up being like family members pretty much. So we have some members who own a catering company and they are helping us facilitate all of this um, food preparation. But like the recipes are coming. It's it's going to be a collection, oddly enough. (laughs) (laughs) Collection for the collective. I'm designing the welcome drinks, um, which will be mocktails. Um, and we're doing that out of our Rebel Cafe. Uh, so we're excited about that. We have one that is called the Golden Sunset. And that is a turmeric ginger based drink. And we're using coconut milk in that one. And we float our organic rose float on the top. So it starts to look like mm. the sunset colors. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah. And then uh, we have one that's called the, the Lucid Dream. <laughs> And that one has uh, the butterfly pea flower. We're using macadamia in that. And then um, there's a, um, a company called Anima Mundi. That's a, a small, it's not local, it's out of California, but it is a small woman-owned business. And they make these amazing elixirs. And one of them is um, called the, the Dream Elixir. And it's, it's, it promotes... Um, lucid dreaming so we're creating some fun mocktails uh, there and there is a farm out in Battle Creek that's called Of the Land some of your listeners may remember a food truck called the Organic Gypsy well the Organic Gypsy got married and she married an organic (laughs) farmer (laughs) no no longer a gypsy (laughs) no longer a gypsy she's now of the land yes (laughs) So she is providing our um, our appetizer, which is going to be this amazing tart that she makes with all kinds of uh, veggies, and it's it's just amazingly delicious, all organic. And then um, I am collaborating; it's my recipe. We're going to be doing a um, chilled soup, the gazpacho, of course, very classic for the summer. Yeah. And then we'll be offering a little bit of a Mediterranean theme uh, for our, all of our stuff. Um, we have another um, uh, member uh, and um, strong community member as well, uh, Gloria Enders. She is donating. Uh, she makes these amazing plates with like spicy poblano peppers and um she has a special kind of Mexican cheese. I don't know exactly what it is, yeah, but it's magical. She has Matt. She's amazing. Uh, so she's donating that item. And then we have um, the uh, CK catering is like sort of handling all of the production of stuff, but they will be on site grilling up shish kebabs. We're doing local veggies. There's an option for tenderloin or for our vegan friends. We have, um, um, tempeh, tempeh kebabs. Sounds and delicious. Very yes, nice. Yes, it's going to be amazing. And I make a quinoa tabbouleh that we're going to be using that recipe for the side dish for that. And just got the word today that Houndstooth is going to be providing one of our desserts. Um, Cheyenne Galbraith, who's one of the owners of Houndstooth, yeah. and my my son, who's in culinary school, are collaborating on one of the desserts, which is going to be a raspberry rosewater cheesecake. I'm looking for a ve- vegan version of that as well. <laughs> <laughs> and another local baker, she ba- her company is called Butter Bakes. She's donating um, cardamom uh, shortbread cookies. And so we have quite a collaboration going on for our, for our meal. Yeah. And that's just the meal that, I mean, that just sounds so special. When does the meal fit into everything? 
Um, things start on the 12th and end on the 13th. So that's Saturday and Sunday. Is this yes. a midday meal? Is this uh... so? This is an evening event. We're uh-huh. doing uh, six thirty to about nine thirty. It may go slightly longer. Um, there's so many. That's fun the things dinner part of it, on. I guess I should That's say. That's the dinner part on Saturday. And, yeah, and so, so when people sign up for this, would they be signing up for all the events? The yoga, the kirtan, the dinner. Um, so what they're signing up for, there's two separate days and two separate events. Uh, so our first event will be the farm to dinner, the farm to table dinner with the kirtan. We're also doing a sacred cacao ceremony during that. You get, you're getting a lot for your money at this. Yeah. <laughs> we have, I don't even know and, how much this is going to cost, but it sounds uh, amazing. Yeah. I'll, I'll share the info on that as well, but. Um, and also in the end of the evening, we do a very special project that's coordinated by a local artist named Larry Underwood. We did it in 2020. It's a beautiful um, thing we call the River of Light. People will get to decorate uh, pieces of paper, which will turn into floating lanterns, and they can float their lantern out onto the river right there. So wow. we, do, wow. we do collect them afterwards. So. We, yeah, we're <laughs> not going to just light the the, uh, we do, the we shore do on fire or anything. Yeah. No, we do go and collect them. So... <laughs> For all of that, from 6.30, starting with the appetizers until the River of Light, that is $108 for that event. And you can sign up for just the kirtan and the cacao, and that's 44 Is that right? Did I, is that the and right this part? is all on, on uh, the 12th. Yeah. That's all and on the 12th. The, and that's Saturday. Okay. And so cacao ceremony, that... Um, I. Adrian, you and I spoke about that uh, a couple weeks ago when we um, participated in that meditation retreat. And um, I uh, would like you to elaborate on that. What what is a cacao ceremony? So cacao is the base of chocolate. I understand that. But uh, how does a cacao ceremony work? And, um, you know, how is it different than just having a cup of hot cocoa? Right. Well, I'm going to say a few words about it, and then I'm going to also let Luke talk about that, too, because he really is the the purveyor of the cacao. So um, but in general terms, chocolate has always been a very sacred item in in a lot in many cultures like the Incas. We know where it was very sacred for them. And so chocolate has this sort of sacred, magical quality to it. Um, And cacao is meant to be uh, just the pure ceremonial grade. So again, it's all about intention, right? The intention is to create this very healing, very pure form of cacao. And it's not called ceremonial unless it is that grade. So that's a part of it. And then it's actually prepared without any sweetener. Now Mm -hmm. I put sweetener in mine and you're more than welcome to, but the original intention is to drink this sort of bitter um, tasting substance and then i'm going to let luke elaborate because he also has a special process when he makes it so i'm going to let him talk about that thank you sure yeah they actually uh so they separate the the cacao butter from it as well so that's not in it so Uh there's a yeah so it's extremely bitter on its own um but it's meant to be like a heart opening ceremony Uh Uh, and that's how it's always been used um you hold it to your hearts you know um people do call and response singing. Uh, when I'm making it, uh, the process that I was taught uh, to keep in line with that sort of sacred ideal is uh, to sing um, and to sing to, you know, you're singing to the spirit of the cacao. Mm-hmm. You know, people do this with all sorts of plant medicines. Um, so, you know, you're right, just, right. as I'm preparing, calcita la medicina, calcita la medicina. So you're just, you know, you're staying in that vibration and uh, trying to keep it as, as sacred as possible. Uh, I think that gets lost a lot in our society. So I really. Oh, um, absolutely. It gets lost. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's so nice to, to give a real intention to preparing anything really, but. Um, absolutely. Yeah. So um, the cacao, what, what kind of an effect does it have on somebody? Uh, so it tends to make people feel just a little bit more open. I mean, that could be, could be mostly due to the intention setting that they're setting sure. to actually open their heart. Um, but people do uh, report more often than not just feeling like, yeah, my heart center is feeling a little bit more soft and a little bit more open. Um, third eye opening, you know, this kind of idea of like, oh, I can kind of see 
past this veil of illusion, you know, and all the schools of thought that we've studied and that we've practiced and been a part of, um, they call that Maya. That's the illusory world, the world that we see around us, you know, and again, you can relate that back to the separate world. Yeah. Yeah. It's the physical world that, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't actually exist the way that we think it does. We're just perceiving it that way. So, right. so from that perspective, you know, intention is everything. And so if you're placing your intention on this thing, whether it has those properties or not, it doesn't matter because you're, you're interacting with it. You're, you know, you're creating a, a, you're creating a relationship with it, just like you created a relationship with tobacco or cannabis or anything, you know, whether you realize it or not, it, there is a relationship established there. So if your relationship is, you know, has no type of ceremony in it and you, you know, like that it's still a relationship. It's just, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just different. Right. Right. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah, there's just no intention in it. So, um, but yeah, we try to be intentional about as many things as possible in our lives. And that's, that's kind of the whole idea, you know, in all the religions, esoteric views, yoga is, uh, is you're, you're trying to observe yourself first observe your mind working and then then you get to see you know oh oh i'm not really my mind that's just the thinking computer yeah you know yeah so getting in touch with your with your true self essentially yeah wow this is going to be quite (laughs) the uh quite the event so that covers i think um what's going on the first night and then and then um uh, then you've got other aspects to it the resiliency project and the kundalini and then the 108 sun salutations, do those aspects of the yoga, karma yoga fest all take place on Sunday, the 13th? No. So we're, oh. we're splitting it up a little bit. Most of it is taking place on the 13th. Do you want to talk about that first? Yeah. So just to, just to keep it simple and then we can give more detail. The resiliency project is a specific certification and, Luke can speak to that in a moment because he actually also runs that. Right. It is a yoga for trauma training. So that takes place starting Friday evening, Saturday, during most of the day, Saturday, and then a little bit on Sunday. So that is a certification process. People will have a certificate that will say that they are trained in this resiliency project, which primarily means you can do some simple practices, breathing, meditation, and yoga that will be very appropriate for people who have trauma. So it is a trauma-specific training. You do not have to be a yoga teacher to take that. A lot of people are interested in it who maybe are in drug treatment programs or work with um, populations who are incarcerated, who work with veterans, who work with anyone Mm who have you know, people with, with trauma, it's just helping you to understand what are some trauma-informed approaches that you can take to help people calm down, basically, is the primary thing that you're addressing. So this isn't um, a training that someone would use on themselves necessarily, but more likely that they would use no. on other people. Well, you could definitely learn plenty of stuff if you wanted to uh, foster your own healing for Mm -hmm. sure but it could also be used to guide others so either one is totally fine so that we weave that into our karma yoga fest because we this this whole thing that we're doing the dinner the yoga festival is all meant to be our donation event that's right it's a fundraiser essentially it's a fundraiser yeah karma actually means to take action That's what karma literally means when you translate it. It's to Mm -hmm. take action. And so the whole thing about karma is to, instead of just like, I'm a yoga teacher, again, I love practicing, I love meditating, but get off your mat, get off your cushion, and actually go do something. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) So we were inspired to do something, and that's why we created the Karma Yoga Fest. So um, there's that aspect, too, And what we donate to, at least right now, we've donated to many things over the years. But right now we're focusing on veteran projects and also funding yoga teacher training for underserved communities, underserved teachers, someone who might not be able to afford to take training. And we particularly look for people who want to teach in underserved communities and people with trauma. And we will give them scholarships for yoga teacher training. So oh, the funds so nice. that we raise will go to that very awesome cause. 
So that's where the name came from. And then um, we weave the trauma training in with that because it's such a strong part of our intention for the festival. And then Sunday um, is the day of yoga. So we go from 9 to, I mean, we're technically 5.30, but we always run late. So 9 to 6, <laughs> <laughs> at least. And it's just a fun day. If you love yoga, if you're curious about yoga, if you love our cause for any of those reasons, you just want to be outside in nature for the day. Lots of different styles, areas. Lots of styles. We start with 108 sun salutes with um, electric guitar. So people always freak out. They're like, I can never do that. What? You don't have to do 108 of the sun salutes. It's awesome. I mean, it definitely can be done. I've seen people in their mid to late 60s participating, doing a large number. But the point is really just get out there, challenge yourself a little bit, be in nature. You have the music. It's very fun. It's it's my favorite uh, event of the whole year. I just love it. So that's when we start at nine with the sun salutes. And then um, this year we have this amazing Kirshan artist who's coming to join. So Govind Das will be teaching a bhakti yoga class. And bhakti is the yoga of devotion. So it's feel, really feeling. I'm sure there'll be music. I know he's going to be playing, singing. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be very hippie. <laughs> it, so is bhakti yoga, does that uh, include any asana poses, things like that? Yes. Or is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it will be a little bit more chill. Like people just coming off the sun salutes could still take this bhakti yoga class uh -huh, and right. very much enjoy it. So it's not going to, there's not going to be like a, a lot of intensity around it, but definitely postures. Um, and you can take individual events as well. You don't have to do the whole day. So some people might just want to come and experience this bhakti yoga. You can absolutely do that. You can pick one or you can choose the whole day. Um, after bhakti yoga, we're having a very fun kundalini activation um, Kundalini is a divine feminine energy. A lot of yoga is meant to tap into that energy. It gives you the energy that you need to fulfill your life's purpose, basically. So it's great. It's a lot of prana, a lot of breathing, and our Ch and, um, uh, chanting. Or isn't there some chanting yeah, involved? There'll definitely and... be some chanting. There'll definitely be. We call it meditation and Kundalini yoga, but it involves chanting for mm -hmm. sure. It's a lot of fun. Anyone can do it because most of the postures are done lower to the ground. So very accessible to all people, all bodies, as all of our classes are that we teach at the collective. But um, I was going to just mention, because it's kind of fun, that this, in, in, um, this is the year of the yin water rabbit in Chinese mythology. Uh. So it's the, it's the black water rabbit. And on our posters, we have a black rabbit uh, for this festival. So I named the Kundalini class down the rabbit hole. <laughs> ah, yeah. So all of that breathing, all that meditation starts follow to the follow the black rabbit. So you'll get, you'll definitely be taken on a journey for sure. So it's a lot of fun. And yeah. Kundalini. Now, so um, just for people joining us, uh, we have Luke Andreessen and Adrian White. And Adrian, you were on the show, I want to say about a year and a half ago with Ann Campbell when you guys were yes. doing a sound bath or had just done a sound bath. And yeah. uh, I know that Anne does a lot of um, kundalini classes. Yes, yes. She will be joining us at the festival for oh, sure. Oh, nice. Is, is she going <laughs> to teach the kundalini class? Well, um, I have, you know, I don't want to speak for Anne at the moment because okay, I haven't okay. officially confirmed, but I'm okay. hoping that we're going to be collaborating on that class in some way. So, Anne, if you happen to be out there listening, <laughs> sorry, I'm throwing you under the bus here on uh, And you're wanted. But <laughs> and you're wanted always. But Anne will also be available to do um, individual sound sessions. So we oh, have some yeah. fun treatments that you can sign up for, massages. We have an outdoor massage deck right on the river. Um, Luke also is a, as a Reiki um, practitioner. Uh -huh. um, and cool. he'll be offering Reiki sessions. There um, will be individual sound sessions, opportunity to sign up for those. So that's just kind of like first come, first serve. As you arrive, you can sign up for those sessions throughout the day. So Anne will also be participating in that regard. Wonderful. <laughs> so uh, Kundalini, the ultimate goal of, uh, of a Kundalini exercise is to basically reach enlightenment, right? 
Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's one path. Okay, all, okay. All yoga really has that as its goal. I mean, all yoga is asking you to to take this journey to do these exercises, these breathing um, exercises, meditations, and all of that as a way to connect to a higher state of being. And Kundalini is certainly has the same. It's it's all just yoga, just slightly different methodologies to get you there. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, and, and Kundalini is, I mean, it's, you can study up on it and, and, you know, figure it out from there with just like five minutes of reading, um, make up your own mind, but it's really something you kind of have to experience to really fully right, right. understand. Um, but at the base of it, it's just energy rising up your spine. It's just a natural process. Mm -hmm. It's something you're innately born with. And both Adrian and I have had experiences, um, with this energy and uh it's incredibly powerful and uh you know that's that's one of the reasons why you know if you're going to start getting into this um you know it's a good idea to get to, to to actually do a full yoga practice so that you're aligning your intentions you need to have some sort of grounding you know like why are you doing this like what's your why uh, yeah uh, it's extremely powerful um, but, uh, but it's also really, really fun. It's also extremely <laughs> yeah. fun. And anybody who's ever been to a Kundalini class and you're just energized when you get out of there, um, you right. know, and that's just like an echo of the Kundalini, you know, it's yeah. just like a little residual echo. You're just getting that like rush. So, right, right. Oh, okay. And so we were talking before about the chanting, but it's really called a Kriya and that's sort of a specific, uh, vocal or, um, physical path. Oh that um yeah. that helps in the process of raising exactly. the energy up your spine exactly exactly it's just raising the energy from the lower part of your spine to come to the upper part of your spine so that you're sharing that energy with your, your whole being and that way like i always say it's just really a practical system to have the energy that you need to get all your stuff done so <laughs> you yeah absolutely you know, I mean, that's how I feel like that's one of the, how I was able to start the collective, helps to start these. Your yeah, helps you to fulfill your purpose. Oh, wow. to, you know, so it's great. It just you feel very energized, very ready for whatever you want to use that energy for at the end of the class. Um, and yes, you use a Kriya, which is a specific set of exercises done for a specific amount of time and a specific order. It's not random. It's been created by master teachers and they all have different intentions and they have intentions behind them so this one the each of the kriya for, has a different intention behind it yes yeah. and the meditation same so our intention for the 13th is to to take you deep <laughs> wow sounds fun yeah yeah so it should be a lot of fun and we cannot leave out like the most epic piece of the day which it, you, i'm not sure if you've been to my cello sound bath um, but we have, I like to collaborate. I love collaborating with Anne. We do an amazing gong bath. We call the sound sisters. Yeah. Um, I collaborate with a cellist and we call that cello and sound medicine. And in this, um, yoga festival, we're finishing with the cello sound medicine Shavasana. So you'll have wow. about, um, It'll be about 30 minutes, so it won't be like a full, you know, 90-minute experience, but a nice, long relaxation with the sacred sound instruments and the, the cello, which is so epic. Um, Otherworldly sounds that come out of that electric cello. And Mike um, will be there. He, he goes by M, M Formal with an M, I-M-P-H-O-R-M-A-L, Informal. And he is an amazing cellist. Um, so that is also part of our day. Wow, this lot, is really gonna be going to be amazing. On. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just, uh, I know we talked about the sun salutations. I know what that is. I'm not sure everyone else does, but uh, a sun salutation is a particular series of poses in kind of standard yoga. But when you're yeah. doing 108, how, what is the significance of 108? And it's a, it's a lot of them for sure. And yeah. So yeah, the sun salute is basically the warm up for, uh, you know, more physical yoga practice. So you're opening up all of the musculature, you're opening up all of the joints, you're getting the synovial fluid going. It's great. It's a great way to warm up your whole body. So that's what it's used for in yoga. The 108 significance, there's, you know, there's a mythology around the 108 
um, as a sacred number. It shows up a lot. In yeah, a lot of things. yeah. It's also it's also chakra based. So, you know, we know about the the seven chakras. You know, a lot of people know about those. Right. Um, but it's actually in the yoga traditions. There's 114 chakras. And 108 of them are ones that you can actually do something about. You can develop them. You can open them. Um, this kind of idea. So 108 is the sacred number. It shows up in other areas as well. Um, but uh, it, yeah, it's just one of those things. There's a, co a cosmological element as well. Right. Um, but yeah, it's like a, a, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. You know, what's the secret to life? They said 42. There's actually significance to that number. Well, I won't even get into it now. But but it's the same sort of an idea. It's like very, it's a very sacred number. Right. It, well, and, isn't um, the 108, it's a product of the number of planets as well as the number of celestial bodies or something yes. like that? There's yeah, a, there's, there's a calculation that. that comes to one. Yeah, you can, you can calculate a... Like the nine I mean, planets the and then the 12... Um, houses of something or other and yeah that has that's i'm fuzzy on all the details yes <laughs> but that is an element it's another way to well. get to 108 i guess it's like yeah the as above so below sort of a deal you know the echoes of you know the heavens and you know every realm all this kind of stuff so yeah it's pretty profound yeah also when you see those fancy necklaces that um yogis wear around the malas there are 108 beads on those malas and a lot of the chants are done um, our mantras are done 108 times. So it'll oh. be considered one round. Of so you chanting, can like keep so. your, keep track of all the times you do it by exactly. using the so necklace. Exactly. Sort of exactly. touching the next so. stone on the necklace. Exactly. Exactly. And hopefully we'll have, um, I've invited somebody, um, who's in my yoga teacher training right now who makes beautiful malas. Uh, she has been invited to bring hers along. So if you're dying to have one of those, we will have some of those on hand as well at the at the yoga fest. Oh, cool! <laughs> that sounds really cool. So, yeah, yeah. So and how really so? How can people um, uh, find this? Uh, find yeah. you guys? Yeah, it's a lot of information to take in. So I highly recommend you visit our website. <laughs> KarmaYogaFest.org. So KarmaYogaFest.org. Yeah, exactly. it's very complete. I'm really enjoying going yes. through this. Every website. link is on there. You can you can click the link for the dinner. It'll show up. You can choose either just the kirtan or the full dinner. It it pulls up for if you click on the yoga festival, the individual classes. You can sign up for the individual class, or you can sign up for the whole day pass. Um, the day pass does include the stand up paddleboard or the aerial. So um, if somebody's interested in trying out that, it's nice to do the day pass um, because that is included and everything's included in the day pass from the 108 to the sound bath. And then you can choose um, stand up paddleboard yoga or aerial yoga as part of your day pass as well. So um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty awesome. We're super excited about it and it's always a good time. We always have a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it's, going, it's going, again, towards helping us support veterans. You know, I'm a veteran myself. Right. Um, yeah, I've I was going to get to that. So um, yeah. how did go, your... Go right so you uh, were in the Iraq and Afghanistan uh, conflicts. Uh, yes. And how did you trans... You know, how did you get to where you are from there? Uh, it's, it's all Adrian's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Went into one of yeah. Adrian's yoga classes, and that was the end of that. Yeah, well, I mean, I um, I knew her from from before I left for my last tour, um, because I was one of the first trainers at Renaissance Athletic Club, and she was the the you know the main yogi, the big cheese there, and uh, she, you know, that. yeah, <laughs> she designed that yoga room and everything. Um, but uh, when I got back, I was. Um, I had a lot of issues, you know, physically as well, but, uh, mm -hmm. um, you know, I had a number of, of brain injuries and, you know, verified PTSD showing up on the brain scans and, wow. you know, just a lot of, a lot of issues with, uh, with my psyche and how I was, you know, just now unable to handle minor stressors in life, um, you know, suicidal ideations and all sorts of things that, uh, you know, pretty much every veteran goes through at some yeah. point or another. And, uh, um, you know, you're, you're trying to figure out your options, you know, you're trying to be pragmatic about it and you don't want to mess up your family anymore, you know? So 
it's like things go through your head like suicide and and mm. uh um you know that's not something you necessarily want to talk to about anybody um but adrian was there uh, as my person as my anchor and i was helping her with her shoulder at the time she had a little injury and she was teaching me yoga and she I, by the grace of God, I don't know how, she, how uh, you know, with all of my my craziness, she was able to kind of see through that and see, you know, the real person underneath of um, the trauma. And through that practice uh, of yoga and being able to sit still and being able to meditate uh, and a number of practices that I'm going to share in the trauma-informed training, um, you, you can regrow your brain. You can regrow your brain stem yeah. with a lot of these methods. You can bring your IQ back. Um, you know, I brought it completely back. My, you know, my brain works in a different way now, in a way that is more helpful to me even than from before my injuries. So yeah, wow, the, the Luke, idea is self-mastery. Yeah. It is. It's, it's mind-boggling. It's a lot of stuff I didn't even realize was happening to me until, um, you know, you wake up one day and it's like, uh, um, you, you just kind of reflect on it and you're like, wow, that's been a massive change but all the things i'm going to cover in this and and another thing i want to put out is uh you know if there's any veterans listening to this and they want to take the training and they can't afford it like they won't be turned away so i was going to say have you been working with any veterans Do you have any tie-ins with like the you know any of the va facilities in the area i don't even know what no, VA facilities um, there might be around here but no we've just had a handful of vets come in we've made friends with people that have had you know they're in the middle of episodes that's a you know will find us uh, one way or like another a, and we just yeah we just work with them like in an acute um, obviously there's state we're we're what's that well I, I mean it sounds like you know you've come across people kind of in an acute state of of uh, anxiety or so uh, or For ptsd sure. and, you know, and we're fairly limited in what we're able to really do for somebody. Sure. Um, you know, so far, every, pretty much everybody we've had, um, they've seen dramatic changes within, you know, 10, 15 minutes by doing a little bit of breathing and then getting them in the ice bath and the sauna. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And our ice bath is extremely intense. So, you know, it's built for veterans. <laughs> it's built for people that are a little, <laughs> Who can you know, like it. intense. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they really, you know, that's what I found too is, uh, like we need action. We need something to, to, to do The talk therapy is great for identifying p problems, but mm -hmm. you have to go the next step and yeah. actually have some tools in your toolbox. Well, you practice. guys are doing some really amazing things over there and yoga, karma yoga fest is, sounds like it's a, uh, opportunity for people that, that haven't gotten over there to be able to really experience it kind of in a, uh, a little um, a vignette of all the mm -hmm. things that, that you guys are able to do over there. And Absolutely. really sounds like an outstanding event and uh, really a special kind of set setup too. And yeah. good for you guys to, you know, put all your efforts into this the way you do and to, to be so intentional about every aspect of it, the, the food aspect, the, you know, the music aspect, the, you know, the poses and, um, you know, being able to put it all together in, in one fun packed weekend, it sounds like it's going to be really quite the blast too. You know, you, you have such a oh, yeah. wonderful energy behind you around it. And, uh, I think it's really going to come out to be great. Um, yeah, so Adrian, it. it's, it's a lot of work, but we are always so thrilled, you know, with, it's just, it's an amazing, the people we meet, um, for, you know, through this event and the experiences that we have, uh, you know, just, it's amazing. Yeah. And, and it, it won't be very long. Um, we're going to have that 501c3. It's, I think it's on the state level or fed. I can't remember which one, but it's going to be, it's going to be a state and federal level at some point, And, uh, we'll be able to take, you know, donations. bigger donations. Right. Like yeah. 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 And yeah, yeah we'll be able donations. to actually, yeah. yeah, we'll be yeah. able to serve a bigger community. I mean, we can send veterans on retreats to, you know, handle their shit. I mean, that's, that would have been, you know, oh, sorry, did I cast? My bad. Um, that would have been uh, um, so, in, so insanely helpful for me. I mean, I'm glad I went through what I went through so I could help other people in the way that I do now. Yeah. But um, it, it, it's, it's something that's very overlooked 
Um, you know, like the idea doesn't even come up to most people, but just to go away for a couple of weeks or a week even and just decompress and then learn tools. Yeah. You know, this kind of, this kind of stuff is absolutely needed. It's not, it's not something that's like, uh, you know, what, what would you say? Like, a um, oh, you know, like a, an expense that I can't afford. No, like this is something that they need. You know, I've been in that position. I can, I can definitely verify, yeah. you know, we need to send veterans on these types of things. We're at, asking at the these least. people to do uh, unbelievable Trump traumatic things, you know, across the world on our behalf. And then they, right. they come back and there's very little support. I mean, you know, there, there's a lot of support, but there's just such a confusion yeah. about what, what can be done. And this is yeah. another option. It sounds, yeah. and it's, it's not an, it's, it's not an and option. or it's a, right. it's a, um, yeah parallel option that uh, can really yeah. be beneficial it's really yeah. so awesome that well, you and it's a this. it's an option so the one of the reasons why we named our trauma training the resiliency project is that we're trying to say you know your mess becomes your message your trauma becomes your strength and you become more resilient through the challenges that you face right so when things are hard that's when we pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and do do hard things you know so that resiliency that comes from doing something hard that's why the ice bath is so beneficial mm -hmm. that's why doing things that are, are challenging 108 sun salutes yeah challenging ourselves is where it's in that discomfort where we grow and so yeah, putting this stuff together for us puts us in that place that we get, you know, we're, we're always like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, we're always using our therapies. Right. We're going to be able to <laughs> yeah. pull this off. But, but, you know, we keep doing it because um, we want to be resilient and we want to promote resiliency in our communities. And it um, it's 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 a special day for sure. So, uh, Adrian, I asked Luke, you know, kind of how this all came together for him. And uh, I understand that you were working at a... Um, at a workout place, uh, you know, how did you build this, this place that you guys are now in? How, how did you, uh, well, you know, bring you it know, all together? It was just a, a little bit of magic. And, um, but yeah, I was, uh, running the yoga program, um, at a fitness facility. And when I started working with Luke, um, we were just trading services cause I really needed to work on some rehabilitation and he needed rehabilitation for his, his mind basically. And so we were trading services and in those times we were talking about, you know, things that we thought were a little bit misaligned and some of the, the fitness community and things of that nature. And we wanted a place that was more community based, that was less about bringing the cash register and more about, you know, like welcoming as many people in as possible. And, just we were just aligned on so many of our ideas that um that was really the the seeds were planted in those sessions for the collective and then it was we just went for it we found a, a space we paid the rent and you know it was a couple yeah, couple months later we were wow. <laughs> we realized we are not good business people but we've been learning <laughs> <laughs> we're, so we're you opened in, business, in july so. of 2016 if i'm doing my math right Yep. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. So wow. it's been quite a ride. And that, yeah, there's a, a lot of transformative years. I mean, yeah. you know, so that, that was a turning point year as well. Um, 2012 was one, 2016, you know, and it's just, yeah, um, yeah we've been riding the wave. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. Were you doing something together prior to this? Cause this is the 13th annual karma yoga fest. And so, uh, yeah. So, well, I, I started, I, I was the one who originally started the festival, um, yeah, I'm crazy that uh, I was right after the earthquake happened in Haiti. <clears throat> oh, and, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. And I was wanting to, you know, I had been teaching for a while. I've been practicing yoga for a really long time. And I was curious about this karma yoga. Like I was trying to understand, like, what does that mean? And, you know, it, it I wanted to do something. I actually wanted to do something. So I decided to fundraise for the for Haiti for a full year. And the idea was to raise $20,000 to donate. And I somehow I actually did that. <laughs> that is amazing. And, I, and you know, that, we are, we're out of time, but um, yeah. I just really wanted to thank both of you, Adrian White, Luke Andreessen from the collective in Benton Harbor. They've got their karma yoga fest going on uh, August 
12th to 13th, 2023. It's our 13th annual um, event. And um, you can find out more information about it at karmayogafest.org or uh, the collective website probably has a link to, and that's rebelco.com, I think. Something like it's like that. um co- like a food co-op rebel co-op okay. rebelco-op.com okay so, and that's the, the that's the website your regular website that's our regular website that you can learn more about the things we do at the collective and there's a link to the yoga fest and right then there's also information on your facebook page which is just of called course. the collective of course well yep. awesome and you've been listening to johnny's secret stash this is john goldman and you're listening to us on radio harbor country WRHC 106.7 FM out of Three Oaks, Michigan, and WRHZ 93.5 out of Sawyer, Michigan. And uh, thanks for listening. Good night, everybody.